0: I've seen worse interviews than that before.
1: Yeah, the only one I can think of that was worse was the one you were talking about, the Joe Paterno one where he couldn't hear. <laughs> he
0: couldn't hear anything because he was too old before all the terrible things came to light.
1: Well, I think Colin Howard is a, is a good interviewer because he he doesn't ask the same questions as everyone else.
0: That's fair, but a few of those questions I thought were not very good questions. I
1: guess, but he's more exciting. So I don't know. I just feel like Harbaugh was just kind of like, Harbaugh yes, was not giving him no, anything. yeah.
0: I think if I was going to put some blame to that interview, I would say Harbaugh... 70%. 65 to 70%, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then Colin Coward, So 70-30. Sure. I'll that's go seventy fair. thirty. That's that fair. And fair. I'd say
1: more like 75-25, but sure. That's in the same ballpark.
0: But for people to come on and blame Jim Harbaugh 100% for that interview not going well. Correct. That's wrong. You
1: heard it right here. Ray oh, says God. Harbaugh is cor- incorrect. Oh, well, you got it right the 100%. first time. How dare you? And that why would... You said off the air. Why would anyone go to Michigan? Based on that interview,
0: that is the opposite wouldn't. of what I said. Now, here's the deal if I was a recruit and I heard that, it's not going to sway me. No, it's, <laughs> it's not, not going to help me go not. to Michigan and make that choice. But, like, some of those questions, like, uh, do you think the Big Ten is a buy? And and I, even sitting here watching right now, I'm like, what is he talking about? And then you pause and you go, he means buying instead of selling. Yeah. And I said,
1: but oh, oh, how okay, long do I you guess have to think about that, okay, is he a buy? Does that mean okay, uh, buy like a bye week or does that mean buy like oh, buying or selling? That's <laughs> the only two you, you really think he was saying, oh, buy as in bisexual bilingual. Uh,
0: to be fair though, when he said bye, I originally thought it was BYE as in being like, oh, when you play the Big Ten, it's a bye, bi- it's, it's like a bye week. That's fair. Which is like offensive to the Big Ten. But when he
1: even when he said success- even when he explained it to him, he still didn't really give him an He answer. didn't even do a
0: great job explaining it. Jim Harbaugh's answer was like, what are you talking about? Like a bye? Like that's like I think he took it. Jim Harbaugh took it the way I heard it, which was negatively. And then all of a sudden Colin Coward goes into yeah, some long how explanation. How would
1: you take it that way in context? In con- because he says, he says, so. You've got these big-name coaches now. You've got Urban Meyer at Ohio State. You've got you at Michigan. You've got James Franklin at Penn State. Seems like Big Ten is a buy now.
0: Yeah, but he's only talking about three of the, what, 14 coaches so right what? there. You
1: just said three big coaches. Why would you take it any other way?
0: Because he says something positive. Little potentially you hear it as something negative afterwards. Napoleon
1: syndrome, even though he's a huge dude? <laughs> I don't think so. If you, let me finish. Seems it's because like it. he says,
0: your conference seems great. Do you think your conference is bad? And that's why Jim Harbaugh's like, well, I don't understand what your even question is at that point. Because in context, unless you understand he's talking about buying and selling, I just it like, doesn't make any sense. With the
1: setup of him saying they have three good coaches and it seems like they're up and coming, why would – because he's using a phrase and a term use, that hasn't been brought use, up before. You can use context to understand what he means, which by he means. Why
0: didn't he just say, you've got three coaches? Why, you guys I understood like a, it. I guess well,
1: the only two people who didn't understand it were you and Jim Harbaugh. I
0: guarantee there's other people who didn't understand it well, either.
1: They're from Michigan.
0: Probably. Yeah. We speak real English in Michigan, apparently. To you? I thought so. Hmm. Why did he just say, like, it seems like you're on the rise? Why not just say that? Why call the conference a bye? I. I it just didn't make any sense to me.
1: People say that. Some people use, use different words regionally. Some people say that. I think they're a buy. I'm, I don't think they're a sell.
0: Sell is much more clear he, he than buy. He said later
1: on, he said they're on the come. I mean,
0: I think that's. That's a gambling term. Yeah. That's playing crafts with Colin Cowherd. Well, I think that's. Welcome back to Vegas Talk. Right? So I don't know. Here's the deal. Bad interview. I'll say that's fair enough. I don't think overall bad interview. Harbaugh did not come off very well in it. I didn't think Colin Coward came off because you could tell right around the time when he was trying to explain what he meant by "buy," he was r- super frustrated because he could. He it started like the veneer started to show a little bit
1: because it wasn't that hard of a thing to figure out. He was, he was just <laughs> like, in, you have to almost intentionally not be. Able, what do you mean sitting bye. here right
0: now? I didn't understand what he was talking you just about. Just explain it to
1: him in context, though. It took him too long to do that. But let's not yes, pretend like he's he, never he's, been negative. But he's a huge Harbaugh homer, dude. Have you yeah. not listened to Colin Coward? I try not to. Yeah, he always... Because his interviews he, are terrible. He, loves, he Yeah, obviously. He loves Jim Harbaugh. And this is the way
0: he treats him? Well, Jim Harbaugh, obviously... I don't know what's going on with Jim Harbaugh. Maybe, you know, he just got bad family news. Who knows what's going on with him? Yeah. Uh, but I, I, just, I doubt it, though, to blame Jim Harbaugh 100 percent for this. Like that that's that's the takeaway from like the social medias is look at Jim Harbaugh like big timing. Colin, I, I didn't necessarily see it that way. It was not a good interview, but I don't know there's anything malicious I would about say the interview.
1: Jim Harbaugh equals big jerk based on that interview. That's what I would say.
0: You want that to be the name of the episode?
1: And you know what? A lesser athlete would have gone down from all the punches that, that he took from Colin Coward. Really? Yeah. I don't um, think
0: Colin Coward could punch punch a punch a, a, a tiny punch, tiny punch, deer.
1: Could a, he could punch a piece of paper with a whole punch.
0: I'm not even sure it would go through all the way. I, I think you'd get a semicircle.
1: Well, we're talking about like regular paper or like construction paper. Well, he wouldn't get through construction no, paper. Not at all. No
0: chance at all. <laughs> hey, everybody. You guys, this is a special event. This is episode 100 of Raisin, Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And my goodness, we have a special guest coming by a little bit later on. Do we? You set it up. I hope you know. <laughs> I, now you're making me nervous. We ner- do. Are, okay, good. I, you made me super nervous there for a sec. <laughs> Supposedly, we have true detectives, <laughs> Riley, Riley Smith.
1: Smith. Why'd you say that it's so sad?
0: Riley Smith.
1: You want me to say it again? Please. You want please, to say it again? Please do. Yeah.
0: We have True Detectives, Riley, Riley
1: Scott.
0: <laughs> in any case, Riley's going to be in studio. <laughs> I hope <laughs> you're not filling me with much
1: support for that. Uh, Ray, if I was going to bet on uh, Riley Smith being here, I'd say there's good odds. I'd say I just talked to him on the phone. I'd say it's a bye. Oh, wait. Let me explain to you what that means. Well, now I know in context.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. When <laughs> It's a bye. He's going to speak Spanish? Yeah. I don't understand. Yes. In any case, yes, True Detective Riley Smith is going to be here. We're going to talk all about the NBA draft, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about
1: True Detective. Yes. Who knew? we always do.
0: Yeah, we, we talk about every episode of True Detective anyway. It's nice to have one of the guys on the show mm-hmm. here to talk about it because he's a fan just like we are.
1: And we might, we're going to, I will ask this question. I'm going to say yes. it ahead of time so people don't. Get ready. Get ready. Are we going to see Riley's
0: butt? You're going to ask him that?
1: Yeah. Why not? Do you That's know That's what the ladies want to know. The I three mean, ladies that listen,
0: and you know what? Now they're going to be riffeted. Yeah. <laughs> so fast forward to the Riley Smith section, everybody. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Now we got other stuff we're going to talk about. So um, you know we're going to leave some extra time for Riley. So let's just get to it. Let's do it after three seconds of
1: Junior Walker and the All Stars. <laughs>
0: I do want to take a moment to, uh, you know, we talk a lot about the pro uh, sports all the time and all the male-dominated sports, but uh, we were talking I think it's time to talk about Women's World Cup. Yes! I have not been given it nearly USA! enough run. USA! 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 Yes. You!
1: <laughs> I was going to try to do where you say some of the letters, then I say some. You! I was going to say You! <laughs> Jeez, so Pete's.
0: Anyway, women's World Cup fever. Catch it now. Um, I haven't quite got caught up, but uh, the U.S. Uh, women's World Cup—they're in the final four.
1: What is wrong with you? They're in the final two. They just played Germany, the oh. number one team that's been dominating the World Cup.
0: Well, I thought the USA was the number one team.
1: They in scored all the world. like twenty goals or something already in the World Cup. That's a lot of goals against three, and I think the U.S. has scored three or five, like eight? eight, maybe seven goals. Yeah. Couple two nothing games, yeah. yeah. Versus one, and the U.S. handed Germany's butt to them. I mean, they oh, right. they dominated the game. They they came out and they controlled. I mean, they they were really getting to every ball. Some weird calls. I mean, we they got first of all Germany had the big the the first uh, chance. We gave them a penalty kick. She missed it. I heard. Yeah. Germany, first of all, they were like, uh, as soon as they showed, Germany, 12 for 12, all oh, time geez. in the World Cup penalty kicks. I was like, ah, it's about to be 12 for 13. She missed the goal. Do you
0: remember who was the, uh, uh, was it uh, Gary Anderson or whoever was the Minnesota Vikings kicker in 1998 yes. who has a kick? He was perfect 32 mm-hmm. for 32 yes. on the season to send the Vikings to the Super Bowl and then he flubbed
1: it. Yep. <laughs> to send the Dirty Birds. Yep. To, to get that loss. And it was their, it was their star, Sausage. Or her name sounded like sausage. sausage? It was Sausage. sausages Sn- Sausic, but it, but it sounded like sausage. Well, it's German. Yeah, strudel. So it makes sense. Pastry. Oh uh, yeah. Hope Solo dove to the left. Shot went to the right. Missed completely. Missed the goal. How do you miss the Wide entire goal? goal. Mm-hmm. That's just a case of the yips right there, right? And then the and then uh, the crazy thing was, you know, they usually you would have gotten a red card on that play. Uh, really? And I mean, because. The foul in the box. Oh, I see what you're where saying. Where she had a clear shot, to, and they didn't give her a yellow, the red card. They gave our player a yellow card instead, so we didn't have to play a, a person down. And then a few minutes later, controversial. A few minutes later, we had a foul that looked like it started outside of the box, so it should have been not a penalty kick, and they gave us a penalty kick. And we, oh, I see. We Carly Lloyd just put it in the back of the net, buried it, buried it, and then we added another one with a few minutes left. And
0: so we're playing. Is it England in the zero. finals?
1: Uh, the other game has not, has happened, not happened yet. It has not happened yet. Okay. I know it was England and. We're pl- uh, England and Japan, and we lost to Japan. Okay. In the last World Cup. That's right. In the finals. In we the led finals. like. Seems like we led three different times and lost. I think we did. I like how you said we right there. We. Because it's the about USA. the
0: United States of America. USA. USA.
1: USA. S. U. Uh, A. Jeez. A. A? That sounds Canadian. A little bit. How'd uh, wh- Canada do? Yeah, when, when, when we're playing in Canada in the World Cup, it's USA.
0: So both both sides can get in on the cheer, and I think there's something very powerful about that. So as we're recording this right now, Japan and England are playing their game.
1: And it's halftime.
0: It's halftime. what's the score? One all. One all. So, uh, you know, by the time we get done and you actually hear this, there'll be a result to that game. That's right. That we cannot give you right now. You know what? I'm going to put it out there. England wins.
1: I'm going to say Japan. It's gonna be a battle. I'm gonna say it's a rematch of twenty eleven. I'm gonna say it's a rematch
0: of seventeen seventy-six. Dun, dun 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 dun. U S A. S A.
1: Yeah! We got, it! <laughs> we got it! Hey everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was that was very testy, but we yeah. got there.
1: Oh my uh, goodness. So do you think so
0: depending on who they play, do you think USA goes all the way this year? Uh, USA, You've been watching all the games. USA wins
1: both. Ooh. we could play both those teams at the same time. I call cup. 11 versus 22. I don't call game. I call cup.
0: And give me a score, Brent.
1: Oh, U.S. 2-0. 2-1. 2-0. USA beats England. We've only given up one goal the entire World Cup. We're going to end up with another shutout.
0: Yeah, but if we keep giving up those penalty shots, they're going to stop missing them at a certain point.
1: Well, we've only given up one, I think. thought there was Maybe one there was in two. the Columbia game as well. Maybe there was two. Yeah. Um.
0: But, yeah, so there we go. Women's World Cup catch the fever. Mm-hmm. And the finals would be this weekend? Sunday. Next week? Sunday, okay. So everybody, check it out on Sunday. This last uh, Women's World Cup game that we played against Germany uh, was the highest-rated women's uh, soccer game in the history of our of our nation.
1: I'll tell you what, it was a... I'm a little surprised by that, honestly. I, I am, too. Uh, it was... I mean, it's interesting, because Hope Solo never lost to Germany, and Germany is the other perennial, you know, really good women's Ger- soccer team. Germans can uh, play sports. So, so Hope Solo never lost to Germany, and Germany's... Goalkeeper never lost to the U.S., even Ooh. though they've both been kind of going back and forth in the.
0: Something's got to give. Right? Something's well, got to give.
1: Germany gave.
0: Whoa! Yeah. There's some sort of ancient World War II joke you can make. goalie right was there. named,
1: it looked like anger. Anger with another ER, like very angry. Anger. Oh,
0: no, it's the, it's the Angerer. It's like yeah. the person who angers somebody yeah. else would be the Angerer. Angerer. And the person yeah. who gets angry would be the anger E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that how that
1: works? The Angerer. You made everyone mad. You're the angerer. You're the angerer.
0: Well, you know what? Made a lot of Germans mad. That's right. Because lost to the USA.
1: USA!
0: USA! Oh, God dang it! Oh, you
1: messed up. All right, well.
0: Well, you know what? Um, I see a little buzzing right there. I think Riley's here. All right. Let him in? Oh, no. Just let him wait a while. It's the mailman. Oh. Let him in. Hey, Carl Malone. It's good to see you. Is that a trucker hat? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... How about instead we, we don't big-time Riley Smith? We let him in the building, and okay. uh, we record a,
1: a podcast segment with him. Fine.
0: <laughs> don't sound so disappointed. <laughs> and we'll be right back with Riley after three seconds of...
1: Pat Benatar. Best shot. Why don't you hit me with best shot?
2: Hit me with best shot.
0: All right, so we are here for episode 100. We are here sitting, Rays and Brent, with... Riley
1: Smith. Hey, what's up, guys? Special episode 100 guest. We promised you a special guest.
2: (laughs) We did. (laughs) got
0: it. We weren't sure we were going to deliver, but we did.
2: Here I am. 100. (laughs) How do you say 100 in Spanish? Um, a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <In> Spanish. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, it's good to be here, guys. I'm a, I'm excited to talk about True Detective and uh, to, so, you know some sports. It's kind of a dead time in sports right now. This is, it this is. the dog
0: days of summer, it except
1: but, for the Royals who are running uh, away, geez, oh,
0: filling the
2: ballots
1: <laughs> <with> the- Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so but, but, now we do want to talk to you all about you know True Detective and all the other stuff coming up. But first, let's talk a little bit about the NBA draft, as uh, it just yeah, happened. I watched
2: the whole thing actually um, because I had to watch my boy Aaron White, the Iowa, the Iowa forward that uh, actually went in the second round. Did um, he get drafted? He did. He went to uh, he went to uh, Charlotte, and uh, God, I hope he went to Charlotte. Did, did, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, who shot, shot the bobcats? Did he go shot... No, wait. They went back to the Hornets this year. They're the Hornets now. They That's now right. Hornets yeah. again? Finally. <laughs> Thank God. Shit. I'm a bad fan. I, it, I forget where he went now. True
1: or false, you are playing Porzingis in a made-for-TV movie.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Because uh, we have the uh, same physical features. That's right. Correct. Right. Uh, it's
0: just called, who the F is this guy?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, um... I, I, w- I was saying earlier to you guys, I felt really bad for Julio Okafor because, you know, you can go a number of different places. He thought L.A., <sighs> then he's praying New York. He ends up in Philly. God bless the— But th- at least he didn't end up in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. He could, could at least count his blessings there. Yeah. yeah, but then he could have said I was the number one pick.
0: Okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true.
2: I'm wondering why everyone's blowing Ru- D'Angelo Russell so much. I mean, everybody. I did—look,
1: uh, I watched the Big Ten. You watched the Big Ten. Yeah. Did you, I didn't even think he was that great last year, did you? I, no. Yeah.
2: They're blowing him. It's yeah. like he got a publicist, and yeah. it's like "Welcome to L.A." And it's like it was set up though right away. Like the, I yeah. mean, it f- I felt like everybody was in on it the minute that they, they picked him, and it was a surprise. I feel like all these
1: L.A. Lakers fans that are like happy, like you haven't seen him play.
0: I mean, he could be good. Yeah. I watched a fair number of Ohio State basketball games last year. I didn't. He didn't strike me as anybody special. No, me at all. No. At all.
2: Yeah, I think that he'll, uh, he, you know, he could grow into a good player, and with Kobe, but. I think that uh, what's his name uh, Okafor had to be just shit himself. I'd want to throw up. Yeah, you thought you were going to L.A. and then you're praying you go to New York and you end up in Philly with two other centers
0: right in between the two big cities.
2: I mean, and with the, yeah, like you said,
1: two other centers
2: yeah. already. Yeah. It couldn't have uh. been a worse situation
1: for him.
0: I look forward, you know, but for his career though, five years later when he signs with a different team and wins the championship, well, when he pulls the uh, Andre Iguodala,
2: I always use. Uh, I always use parallels of uh, our business, the acting business, mm-hmm. with sports. I always try to anyway because I love sports, and so um, I look at it the same way. Sometimes we, we audition for pilots or, or shows, and you could end up in Albuquerque, or you could end up in New York mm-hmm. you know, or L.A. Yeah. and sleep in your own bed, and uh, you could end up on a show that goes 10 years, or you could end up on a sh- pilot that doesn't make the air, and right. But it's, you know, it's never about what happens at that moment. It's, you know, what's going to happen in five years when trades happen and, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of things. So Yeah. Well,
0: that's a typical thing for the NBA, too. I mean, they've got, like, Kevin Love spends the first X number of years in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He's the man up there, but nobody cares because it's Minnesota. Then all of a sudden he hits Cleveland. Gets a little bit of fame in there. Gets the big contract. It and all of a sudden, hurt. now everybody cares about Kevin Love. And I just read today, he's coming back yeah. to
2: Cleveland for next year. With Five his, years, 10 or 10. With his announcement, it's unfinished business. Like, everybody's now got soap operas, <laughs> you know?
0: It was like RG3 had those T-shirts made yeah. or whatever that was just like, back for more or something like that. Or, yeah. And then he proceeded to suck the next year.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, that's the thing is uh, nowadays, everything is such a show. It's like, yeah, it's its own soap opera. Every, you know, sport and every team and the players and it's getting a little out of control.
0: Well, it's gone from being like just people just working hard and then trying to build something and then letting the identity come from that. As opposed to that, where you have guys like Johnny Manziel and all these other guys who try to come in with their own identity, their own personality. But then the reality of it doesn't match up to whatever they're trying to sell you.
2: No, I'm so glad that didn't work for him. <laughs> and now he's retired the money sign. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The money sign. We we talked about that the other week. It's like, you never got to do the money <laughs> <Yeah>. sign anyway! <laughs> no. So... I'm tired it. He did it at the draft? Yeah. At the did very at the successful draft.
0: draft that he
2: had?
1: I mean, I am a... Ha- you, he did it when he was asking for the check at a... <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the kind of guy that hates on a kid forever. I, if, if he's changed, really, and he's trying to become a better man, then that's great, but... I still don't see a place for him in the NFL. I but still just don't think he's good enough. No. I, Let me be the first to say, I love hating on a kid forever, yeah. <laughs> so I can't help myself. Well, definitely him. He's so easy He's so hate. hateable. Him and Justin Bieber and their whole little cocky, clip. rich kid that hasn't done anything
1: right. yet in NFL. I mean, what's not to hate?
0: He's got what I like to refer to as a punchable face.
1: Yeah. He <laughs> was
2: exciting in college until, you, until he made you hate him. Yeah. Then, then he's not exciting anymore. If you're going to be in a soap opera which they like like to create then you have to at least know what kind of role you want to play don't don't play the villain
1: yeah,
0: let mm-hmm. your play cre- uh, let your play create your swagger as opposed to the other way around.
1: Yeah, and the l- thing in college is he just ran around back there and just improved and that's not going to work no. in the NFL. Not he's not big enough. All the time he's
0: not fast enough. No. He doesn't have a good enough arm to make that work in the NFL. No. You know, Cam Newton can get away with that stuff a little bit. You because know, he can do all that running. and He
2: has a big enough arm,
0: and he's huge. No. Yeah. He's like six five yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you know, he's
2: gonna get forward yards usually yeah. anytime. time.
0: And Johnny Manziel, he's not even six foot, is he?
2: He's uh, about six. He's about six foot. About about six six foot. foot. Yeah. But my
0: point is, like, for a quarterback, he's tiny. Yeah, right. And just watching defensive linemen like outrun him mm-hmm. <laughs> on the field, beating him to the sidelines. Yeah, That's how he got hurt to, with his hamstring. If you're
1: that small. You have to be a great passer like Doug Flutie or Drew Brees. Drew That's Brees. Only two I can think of that are that short. But they're like pinpoint passers. Those guys and they throw a great deep ball. He doesn't do. Either one of those things will.
2: Well, You're, everybody under six or six foot or under wants to be Drew Brees, but mm-hmm. there's only one or two of them.
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, I guess. Yeah. Is, yeah.
0: Yeah. He's the newest version of that. Have you ever see Drew Brees play, though, when he
2: when he drops back to pass? He has to, like, puts his head up and his eyes are down yeah. the whole
0: time. Yeah. just yeah. be scared like somebody's going to knock his head off one of these times.
2: So <laughs> do you guys think uh, Manziel's going to have a shot to play to start? Well, we've we, talked about this. I don't
1: think he is. Ray thinks he's going to get every chance to start. They're going right? to give
0: him every opportunity to fail along the way, I think. they their
1: backup? Uh, they're
0: backup right now. They just signed him in. Um, yeah.
1: They, they signed McCown, didn't they? Josh McCown, Josh that's right. McCown. Yeah. And hmm. do they still have? Uh, they have somebody else. They, so have they have don't third. have a lot at court. No,
2: they don't.
0: Oh no, no, not even a little bit. Oh no, you know they signed uh, Terrell uh, Pryor.
2: Pryor, right? Who wants to play? receiver? <laughs> Who wants to play wide receiver for him to catch the ball that Manziel can't throw? He's, that is correct.
1: He's been on four teams this since last season. Cleveland can't <laughs> get it
2: right, can they? Well, they're going to give the Ohio
0: State guys one last crack at redemption every chance they can get. But no, I think Matt, the whole thing is like Josh McCown. What is, Josh McCown for Chicago a couple of years ago got coached up and, and did a fantastic job for that like half a season when Cutler was hurt and then went to Tampa last year and then crapped himself all over the place yeah. terribly. And now they're bringing him to what to push Manziel like Menzel's going to win that job because he has to. <laughs> Yeah. whether or not he's ready, whether I, or not he's drunk all the time.
2: I still don't think he'll win the job. I just don't think he's going to be good enough. McCown's better than him. They'll probably try it in the beginning for dollars and cents, you know, uh, for, for TV time yeah. and this and that. And then, like they did last year, they finally had to pull him. Yeah. And well, you know, know. well, then well, he finally got on the field, and after, like, a game and a half
0: of misery, he got hurt yeah. and then yanked himself. Yeah. You know, but I'd, like I say, he's getting paid way too much money and has way too much, like, street profile, you know, uh, to be on the bench, but um, I don't think to be he's, not playing. Is
1: he getting paid more than McCown? Because oh, he's surely. still on the rookie contract, though. Those rookie contracts aren't as big now.
0: But McCown's – they didn't sign McCown for big money.
1: $150 million.
0: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they signed McCown, and then they signed Kevin Love. Same deal. <laughs> five years, $110 million. What,
1: what was Love's deal? Uh, five years, $110 million, I think. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's not bad.
1: No. Yeah, for a guy that doesn't play defense. I mean, <laughs> we, we just
0: learned how much money it costs to make someone live in Cleveland. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: put it out
2: there. <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna come back to Cleveland. It seemed like he hated playing with LeBron. He hated playing with LeBron. Yeah. Until you saw the picture the other day of all of them at the pool. That was just yesterday. Yeah, that's uh, true. Okay. So yeah. yeah, and LeBron's coming back. His whole opting out to a bunch of crap. I think if the
1: Lakers were in a better position right now, I think he would have tried to go to the Lakers, because the Lakers were hardcore on his...
0: Well, he's been wanting to go to L.A. since day one. Mm-hmm. Well, but why would anybody to want to be at the Lakers? The Lakers fans out there right now are talking about, uh, we're going to get this free agent, we're going to get Greg Monroe, we're going to get DeAndre Jordan, we're going to get... And they're talking about uh, the guy from Portland, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. Mm-hmm. They're talking about all these guys they're going to bring in, and I'm sort of like, why would any of these people come to L.A. outside of the name, and maybe to play one year with Kobe? Yeah. Like, this team isn't going to be good next year.
1: There's all these guys they're mentioning i'm not excited about any of them jimmy butler yeah jimmy butler didn't have like a big impact on that any of the chicago series to me he just
2: just re-signed with chicago yeah so he's so he's
1: not going no
0: i just want the pistons to keep greg monroe (laughs) that's how little my expectations are right now just leave greg alone la (laughs) because he could probably get him if you really wanted to
1: and i like that guy did we talk about how the clippers signed lance stevenson now they oh, traded for him. Really? Yeah. He's not going to get a blow under LeBron's ear as much because he's in the other conference now.
2: Oh, but I
1: think for the Clippers, I mean, that's a good pickup. Yeah, If he doesn't have to carry the team, that was the problem last year. He's not going to carry a they team. They need a guy
2: like him, actually. Yeah. That well, works well.
0: That's the joke with Stevenson is, uh, you know, uh, they were able to make that trade even though Lance tried to blow the deal.
2: Wow. Tried to <laughs> <blow>. <laughs> oh. You guys can add the uh, drum <laughs> effect in there later. I'll, I'll put it in. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, cool. Well, Riley, talk to us a little bit about True Detective coming up right now. Yeah. Whatever um, Whatever you're allowed to say, because obviously it is still working right through right now.
2: Well, the beauty of, of they. So we signed these non-disclosure agreements sure. where they'll sue us. And, and also you want to get hired by HBO again, so you don't want to talk. But best
0: I, not to piss off your employer.
2: <laughs> right. I also don't know much because um, this show, unlike any other show I've heard of or been a part of it, they don't give you a script at all. Um, they only give you your sides, your, your scenes for your, yourself. And so really trying to put it into context of what's going on as an actor, Brent, you'd know, this is, it's, it's really difficult because, you know, for me in the beginning, I I had all these questions. Well, why is this happening? Why am I saying this? Why am I doing this? And they don't want to tell you nothing. Nothing. Just so their
1: whole thing is they want you to go in. Well, but you would know more as the character. That's what's interesting yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So um, you know, Nick, the the creator of the show is uh, he's a genius. I mean, the guy, mm-hmm. his mind just ticks faster than anybody I've ever met. And so I asked for a kind of a character background development, you know, breakdown, and uh, he sent me two pages of this guy that was so detailed. <laughs> Jeez. It was unbelievable. And, you know, I'm not, I'm in one scene in episode one and mm-hmm. I have another scene in episode three. And um, it's like what he gave me for what I had to do was so uh, amazing. Um, yeah. It was actually more than I knew what to do with. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah, I think what's cool about that also is I'm, I'm watching the show now as a viewer and then all of a sudden I pop up. And, uh, and so the next scene I have in, in episode three, I was trying to figure out, well, how's that fall into context of this storyline mm-hmm. so far of what we've seen? And I still don't really understand it. But I knew when I got it, um, you know, it was one of those things where they si- they signed me to a, a two episode deal, potentially more, to play the uh, M- Rachel McAdams love interest. Mm-hmm. And so then Deadline and Hollywood Reporter and all these people blow it up uh, because nobody knows if you know what the deal is. Right. Like, that's all we know. And and so every my agents and everybody blew it up, and so we got really excited and. And then I got the the first scene for the first episode. And that, I was like, is, so I only got this uh, the audition scene here. Is this it? And they're like, yeah, that's it. And I'm like, damn. Okay. Wow. you know." And then the next episode, I get one scene. And I'm like, so is there, is there any more? And they're like, no, not for this episode. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I've been telling everybody that I've talked to, given all the knowledge I know now, if they would have called me back then and told me, you know, hey, look, it's two scenes and two episodes, I still would have taken it's it. True. Absolutely. True yeah. Detective. You're not going to exactly. say no to that. Opposite here's here's opposite the question.
1: Here's what, here's what everyone wants to know. Especially, you know, we have a lot of lady listeners. Okay. <laughs> Are we going to see Riley's butt? You're not going to? No, no. Oh, no. that's BS. I, I mean, mean in fact, were, for all of us. Were you
2: guys as awkward about Taylor <laughs> Kitch's ass as me?
0: Um, well, you know, I know, but I'll tell you why. And it's because of the fact that when he started doing the reveal during the scene, yeah. uh, because uh, we get all the burning and stuff, right? Yeah. I was sort of like, I was more thinking about that. And all of a sudden it was like, you know. His ass. Ass. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I was wondering what they were doing that for, because I would, be- I think that the large majority of the audience is m- male. Mm-hmm. um, So, you know, but I guess a lot of the girlfriends are watching these days and yeah. things like that. So that was for the girls, I guess. I think this is a show and-
0: that like couples would watch together, though. Me and my yeah, wife it together. They love you know, having burnt time. people in this show, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, last was, season
1: was all burnt.
0: My whole question was just like <laughs> is his ass burnt? <laughs>
2: it's been a strange season so far. It's, it's been, been weird.
1: really strange. Yeah,
2: I the first episode every you know there was so much information going out that every, I you know half the time and I had a viewing party at my house. And, and now it's become an every Sunday thing. We barbecue and then we, we nice. watch the show. Thanks for the invite. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's great. Well, <laughs> my house only has so much room, Brent. Right? <laughs>
1: well, we don't have to bring Ray.
0: Oh, I already know. Okay, next don't worry. Sunday.
2: <laughs> oh. actually, no. I'm I'm, 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 uh, I'm officially inviting you guys next uh, This oh, nice. Sunday, if you guys want to come over, All right, let's do it. we're doing it. Beautiful. Um, but uh, what was I say? Oh yeah. So anyway, we're watching the show, and I'm sitting there going to myself is everybody else as lost as me? (laughs) Yes. No.
1: I've had to watch both episodes twice. I was like,
2: I think I missed... No, I didn't miss anything. It's just... It's just
1: kind of nebulous right now, yes. isn't it?
2: You just—I have no idea what's going on.
0: Yeah, the crazy thing for me was because they introduced four characters yeah. as opposed to the last season, which was only two guys, which you could get a little bit more of a handle on. Like Woody's kind of like this old-fashioned kind of yeah. right-wing dude, and Matthew McConaughey is this crazy conspiracy dude. Like, you, as long as you just like encapsulate it that easily, you can get a handle on where these guys are coming from right away. Yeah. But here we get four people, and we see each person at his lowest point yeah. in the first episode. Yeah.
2: Everybody is doing something terrible. I will say, Colin Colin Farrell's character is awesome. Like He has the best yeah. lines in the show. Um, and he, I think he kills it. Um, speaking, speaking of, of killing <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm a big Colin Farrell fan. I, I, I love Colin Farrell. I think he's great. He is yeah. good, yeah. But yeah, speaking of, I, I brought that in on cue. Yes, because
0: um, we were just talking about that a little bit right before we recorded because you were asking me, well, do you think Colin Farrell's dead? And I'm yeah. like, yes,
2: he's probably not. Spoiler alert, he gets capped twice. <laughs> And I don't know how shotgun. You, I don't know yeah. how you live. With a
0: sawed-off, because he's in the room, he's he's in the house, he's kind of looking for clues or whatever, and all of a sudden, yeah. ch- ch- bow, yeah. knocks him to the floor. He's lying there, kind of stunned, shot already, and the guy just comes over, he's like, hey, by the way, gut shot, yeah. boom,
2: like point blank, you don't come back from that. No, he would at least be in the hospital for the remi- remainder of this season. So. Yeah, I mean,
0: even if he had a vest on,
1: you would think, right?
0: So yeah. You heard it here first, the last uh, six episodes of this season, flashback.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> all just flashback. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> I don't see how they can lose that character. No, but I don't know how they're gonna do this. Yeah, they, there are dads that need to get beat up on the show. That was the He's best. Got- <laughs> I don't know if you guys can swear on this show, but that line was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I will take your dead yeah. mother's corpse and fuck your the <laughs> ass with it on your front lawn. That was great.
1: I was like he did one of those things like everybody's wanted to do that.
2: Right. We don't do it. Yeah.
1: But we've wanted to. Do <laughs> yeah. that. Well, all of
0: us I think have a little bit more to lose than Colin Farrell's character at that point in the show, right? It's well, <laughs> like
1: true. he's yeah. I
0: mean, but the thing that interested me about Colin Farrell's character is that he's a guy who's trying really hard to just keep a grasp on whatever tethers to reality that he has left cuz everything's gone Everything. and most of it got taken away from him, but most of it's also his own fault in that he's not exactly the best dude on the planet, and so h- him like doing that to the guy's dad, and him calling his son a fat, you know, yeah. you know, uh, you do not call your son that, even if he is one.
1: <laughs> it's just like, but that's it's not even his. And son. then no. it seems like he knows it's not
2: his son. Yeah. He knows like, I'm gonna do a paternity test. Oh, don't do that, please. Because his ex wife
0: said yeah She's yeah. like, I'm gonna call him a paternity test. Like, don't do that. Yeah, just no, 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 no.
2: It's obvious it's not his son, and that's that's what makes it even more sad. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out though um, how. He said something when he was in the fight with the the ex-wife about the son – I'm trying to figure out how he got so close with the kid and where that kid comes from and what the what the attachment there is. I'm sure they'll dive more yeah. into that. Yeah, I think he it's the, the,
0: that, that kid represents all he has left in the entire world, and I think he even says it in the episode. Yeah. And so when she's threatening to take that kid away from him, that's why part of me thinks that he's dead right there because this character no longer has anything left to live for. His life is spiraled out of control. Not that I want to see that character die, mind you, but at the same time, like that, what's that guy have left at this point? He, he he's a crooked cop on a case he's not supposed to solve. His last vestige of hope on earth is gone. If he gets shot right there, my whole thought is that character would just be like, "Cool, I guess I'm
1: done. Out, bees." Yeah.
2: I mean that, but you can't lose the best character on the show, right?
1: It's... But that's but but that's also so ballsy to do that. They would do that, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, here, here's my uh, thing we were talking about. Um, so. It, do you guys think? I think it's obviously the state of California right now has something to do with this, right? Because they've got all this money to lose. Now this is just me speculating. I don't know right. anything. Right, right. Um, they have so much money to lose on this rail rail uh, rail line uh, mm-hmm. with the tax incentive. Was it nine nine hundred million dollars that they would have to pay back? So all of a sudden, the one guy that can put this through disappears and dies, mm-hmm. and they don't put real great cops on it. They put all these, you know, all the yokels. Yeah, deadbeats yeah. on it. And he says something to, uh, I think it was Colin says something to Rachel there when she drops him off at his car. You know, why do you think we're on this? And what do they have on you? Um, so, I, you know, they're, they're inching towards it. And it's only eight episodes, so they're going to get there. But like last year, they didn't get there until the end. Eighth episode. They started to finally yeah. make it make sense.
0: Yeah. Um, I think actually, and this is a speculation I had after episode two, and I was kind of thinking at episode one, is that the main character of this show is Vince Vaughn that the three cops are almost a single character into themselves that have their own like lives and stuff going on. But really, like especially that one scene where Vince Vaughn's lying in bed, and he's having that whole monologue about like his childhood and getting locked in the basement. And all of a sudden, like, it clicked in my head like, oh, this is the guy I'm supposed to be following. These, yeah. these cops are sort of just like part of helping him do his thing. But I think we're going to find out at the end that you know, we're being led to believe it's about all these other people, but it's really Vince Vaughn's story. That was my thought, at least. Was watching anybody, the Was two.
1: anybody else watching that scene where he was talking about being locked in the basement? I was, I was got super hungry. <laughs> <that stage. laughs> hey, I it was the, just you. Super hungry for like for some for some like rat tartar, you know, some like tar-tar. <laughs> <laughs> steak tartar, rot, rat tartar, rat tartar. Now oh, here's so one thing
2: that's uh, also <laughs> kind of funny. Have you guys watched Ballers that follow? Yes. yes. What do you guys think of that? I really – I've only
0: seen the first episode now. So, I mean, you can't always judge everything by a pilot because uh-huh. they're trying to show you everything in one show. Right. Um, I really liked it a lot, <laughs> oh, though. Yeah. I did – well, here's the deal. It's because it's the Entourage piece. It's like yeah. Entourage meets Arliss yeah. with The
1: Rock.
2: Yeah. I'm sure that was the pitch.
0: I, I win. <laughs> like, that's that's everything I want
1: in one place at one time, you know? I, I'm on the fence. It's entertaining. I don't yeah. know if it's good.
2: I, my problem with it is is you watch this mindfuck of a show that says so much but so little with True Detective, and then immediately following, <laughs> it's so on the nose. Every line's yeah. on the nose. I think
1: it's like, oh, we've just had some heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Here's girls in bikinis. Yeah. <laughs>
2: here's and here's the rocket a strip yeah. club. Expensive cars. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and quite frankly, I, th- I felt like the athletes that guest starred on the show uh, were as good of an actor as most of the yeah. leads of the show. Yeah. Which... You know, the you uh, audience can't see their faces, but you said, yeah, as in that's a good thing. No, mm-hmm. that's a bad thing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad thing when the pro football player can actually You're act correct. as well as the lead actor on the show. And that's my problem with the show, I think. I I don't know. I, that, entourage was good um, in, like, 2003, right? Mm-hmm. And now we, we're, we're so far past that kind of TV for me. Now it's, it's in the movies. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. And did anyone did, see, and that no, no, see that movie? No, I didn't see that movie. No one
0: went and saw it. I was I was interested. You went saw. I, I, I didn't see it. I was interested yeah. to go see it. If it's
1: still in the theaters, I'll go see it like at a matinee for like five bucks. Because I watched $1 the whole theater? show. Yeah, yeah. And Jeremy Piven's episode. great. I'm
2: not lying. I'll definitely see it, but yeah. it didn't do well. Yeah, I think mm. that's maybe a good thing yeah. <laughs> for everyone. Yeah, mankind has gotten smarter. Yeah. Right,
0: or you know, they should have. They really dropped the ball, though. They should have made the Aquaman movie. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. With Vinny Chase as the star. Oh, man.
1: There's, I uh, think they're making an Aquaman movie, They are.
0: Though. Yeah. But that's a, 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 a real Aquaman movie. Cal yeah. Drogo. Uh, what's it? Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Yeah. As, uh, as he's Aquaman. Our,
2: he's an Iowa boy. Is that Is right? He? Yeah. Oh, my you goodness. I wouldn't think so, right? I wouldn't have thought that ever. No, Did he, was he his, his sports whole, uh, there? Yeah. Uh, you uh, he, he should be. He's he's massive. He's actually a buddy of mine. I would mine. imagine he was
1: like a wrestler or something. Uh, but no, I guess he's
2: no. no, he's huge. He's like six four. He's so yeah. big. he'd be like a WWF wrestler. But no, he, he uh, yeah, he grew up uh, just outside of Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but uh, his, he's a Ho- Hawaiian actually. So mm-hmm. I think his mother or father, one of them was in Iowa and one of them was in Hawaii, and so he went back. Yeah, but when I first yeah. met him, he was like, yeah, I'm from Iowa. I was like, no, you. <laughs> <laughs> he's a monster yeah, super nice guy too he
0: said dude, when he said i'm from iowa did you say which of the islands is that
1: <laughs> yeah. oahu
2: iowa?
0: I, you oahu mean, you
1: mean oahu yeah and <laughs> iowa a uh, kawaii you didn't say Iowa. you have you no, guys pronounce iowa. everything
2: all weird yeah <laughs> he, he, sh- he should be in ballers absolutely he's, oh yeah huge. absolutely
1: yeah um
2: but yeah so tr- i think true detective is I, I they're getting a lot of flack because in the beginning especially because they're comparing it to the first season can't do that no it's its, it's own entity it's his own, its own, own thing yeah, yeah. and you i know? don't think people understood that at first
0: but also like they're trying to do something different with the show too right. they're not just trying to give you a retread of the first season no. which if they had done that people still wouldn't be happy yeah it's almost like people on the internet complain a lot yeah oh, you think <laughs> oh, yeah. i've heard a rumor
1: <laughs> well and there's all this blowback on vince Vaughn. i don't I have no, no problem with vince, with vince Vaughn. no problem with vince fawn no. on think that show
2: vince is great um like for instance, in that scene where they, they uh, spoiler alert—the guy gets beat up on the side of the road, and then Vince walks up.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, that's Vince at his best when mm-hmm. he's a little bit arrogant. And, yep. he's, and he's talking over you, and yeah. he's talking fast. That's Vince's forte. Yeah,
1: that was um, that was my favorite scene in the episode. Sometimes no. it's
2: hard for me. Oh, I shouldn't say this. Well, you know, sometimes it's hard to feel sorry for Vince um so in the rat you know the the monologue scene um it was a little tougher for me he's still a great actor but i think his forte for me is, in my opinion is well, he's got a type that he but, plays really but well yeah, but yeah. that's what yes. they do on
1: true detective they, they they're not generally likable or guys that you feel sorry for on true detective you know they're all a lot of the characters you know yeah. Well, that was
0: one of the issues that my wife said is that uh uh for for episode 1 of True Detective in the first uh season, not to try to compare them too much, but like you got to know, you know, Woody and uh, Matthew, like you got to know those characters and get to like them and then they started doing terrible stuff and you started flashing back to who they really were. And uh, one of the, uh, the the things about episode one is you got to, like I said before, you got to see everybody at their worst, but you didn't necessarily see them at their best. Right. And so it was harder to identify with them right out the gate. And I'm still totally on board. Like, I get it. And I know that it's just a different type of storytelling that they're trying to do. It's just uh, uh, different for people, I think. And that's where some of the blowback, I think, has come from.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And um I've noticed that I think the show has a, is following a, a formula like where you know Colin will end up at well maybe not anymore <laughs> we don't know that. End, up, end up at that bar <laughs> at, you know at the end of every episode mm-hmm. uh, with that girl who's that girl singer she's great
1: um, I don't know who I she looked is. her up and I didn't know
2: that she was anyone like huge right I believe now, but... that
0: um they cast her out of Silent Hill <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah she was playing to, a club in Silent Hill She's <laughs> got a look um no but she will yeah, be, she's great she will be big after this yeah. probably yeah. like T Bone Burnett's. oh yeah yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, all in all, it's exciting. I mean, for me personally, I'm the kind of actor, I guess, like uh, because I've been doing it for a long time and I learned the hard way in the beginning where you don't blow up anything too much. You don't know how much you might get cut out or, right. sure. you know, you don't want to be the guy that uh, and there's a lot of actors in town who will will, will uh ela- elaborates the wrong word, but they'll.
1: Exaggerate. Exa- thank you. They'll yeah.
2: exaggerate how yeah. much they've got in a in a show, mm-hmm. right? So it's like I'm doing a reoccurring, and it's you know something yeah. that's like a guest star. Well, uh, you know, yeah. I, I I don't like to be that guy, and I I try to like just. Well, call it's not worth
1: name. it at the end when people are like, "Hey, I
2: thought, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. hey, dude, well,
0: so, I can't say the number of like like small time, you know, uh, bit part actors that I've known. I've been at like over their apartments, and it'll be like a like a picture with like a placard on the wall that says like star of." Hancock or whatever, and it turns out they were like the non-speaking. You were at house? Po- Non-speaking <laughs> police uh, officer number two, and there's one frame of that from the movie, and it's like you were not the star. Yeah. You were barely in it for like one second. Congratulations, that's a great get, yeah. but don't you know? Don't conflate that a little higher than it needs to be. Yeah.
2: So I, I don't ever want to be known as that guy, and so I got a little in, almost embarrassed because everybody was calling and texting, and oh, sure, you know, because everybody watches. The but show. it's
1: not your fault that the. Press took it and ran with it. Yeah, you know what I mean, and plus with that show, you don't know what's no, you're you gonna don't have. Know. So,
2: and again, I always go back to saying, had I known it was only one scene in that episode, I was still taking it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever? Did you ever audition for Curb uh, Your Enthusiasm? No, that's an interesting audition too because <laughs> you go to the audition and you get like a fortune cookie, and it just says like you can't let Larry in. You're the security guard. Larry can't come in, and that's it. And then oh, you really? go in. It's all yeah? improv. Yeah,
2: well, probably over at Tennis, uh right there off of Olympic. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cuz that's where they all have. It's funny, I was there the other day for an uh, audition and all the parking spots are the names of the characters mm-hmm. from Kirby Enthusiasts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's how I figured out that yeah. that was their production office.
1: Yeah, but so that's a, you know, that's all sorts of weird, idea. yeah, interesting ways to audition. Yeah, cuz
2: yeah. I bet they're pretty loosely scripted, scripted, right?
1: Oh yeah, it's it's a uh,
0: skeleton like the yeah. the best in show movie yeah. and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Great,
2: all the Christopher Guest. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, Thank you for being our guest on our 100th
2: episode. Yeah.
0: number 100, everybody, oh. we made it. Riley
2: Smith. I love it. And and, there and, is. and, uh, and congrats sorry. on True Detective, man. Yeah, man. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to football season and and trying to uh, uh. <laughs> and trying to make my name <laughs> right in your Trying to redeem yourself. League. Look, I if just you feel You even have me again. No, yeah.
1: we're having you. Uh I feel lucky that I, w- I there's no pressure. I mean, I won one time, Yeah. at least I don't ever have to win again. Well, but I, I would like to.
0: We'd love to have you back. Uh uh I, you know, I think that you're great to have in the league. Brent just refers to you as dead money.
1: He's wow. Done.
2: Wow! <laughs> I was this first season. I was I got myself wow. over. I got in over my head with leagues and uh, it was just, yeah, too much. But I'm back. Uh, if you guys will have me, I want. Oh, yeah, you're, you're you're in. You're in. And uh, I'm dead money. Dead. Is that <laughs> the name of the team? <laughs> maybe. Maybe that I, will be the name of the team. Uh, you know, I don't if think, I if
1: I said that, I would guarantee that Riley's going to win the next season. And it's I also
2: about, them. like you said, getting off to a good start with your draft. I didn't yeah. get off to a good start with my yeah. draft with you guys. So if I can get, you know, get off to a good start, I might have something.
0: I, I did have one last suggestion uh, for your team name for this year, and I meant to say it last time I saw you. Uh, it was from your, my favorite line that you had in Heartbreak Ridge. Was was it Heartbreak Ridge? What was the the Western one with the pilot, the two hour one? Oh, Deliverance Creek. Deliverance Deliverance Creek Creek. got Heartbreak Ridge. (laughs) It's a different (laughs) thing. Uh, I'm going to cut that so I don't sound stupid. But uh, it was from Deliverance Creek. Uh And then you just had the one line. It was, uh, famously powerful cooch. Yeah. And I said, that should be the name of this fantasy team. That's
2: a great idea, man. Thank you. Because
0: I'll be honest, when you said that, I just like howled with laughter. Girl,
2: she had a famously powerful (laughs) (laughs) cooch. Well, I can't tell you that story of anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a, that'll be a different show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for having yeah. me on. And congratulations cool, on a hundred. Uh, thank you. I'll be here for two hundred. That's, That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Nice. <laughs>
0: You'll be here for five hundred, you said earlier. <laughs> yes. And then Brent vetoed that. Because Brent says if I had to do five hundred with this guy, I'll kill him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not you, Riley. Ray. Right. No, me. Yeah. It was
0: assuredly me. Don't worry. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Riley yeah, Smith, man. for being a guest and all the best. And everybody watch True Detective. Good luck to you guys. Take care. Well, again, thank you, Riley. And we will be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Bob Marley.
2: I shot the sheriff. The sheriff but the
0: yeah. And we're going to get ready to wrap up the show right here. But I, there's one thing I think worth mentioning, uh, especially with you know, the Supreme mm-hmm. Court decision and all that other stuff that happened last week. Yeah. Michael Sam, mm-hmm. first openly gay NFL player ever drafted, of Correct. course didn't make the team, did not play, uh, bounced out from two teams, did sign and will play for the Montreal Alouettes of the Canadian
1: Football and that League. that happened this week? Yes. Hmm. I guess you know what that means. I, I'm terrified. Commitment-phobe. As soon as it becomes Jeez. legal for him to get married, he, leaves he the moves country. to Canada. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I love you. Jeez. I live in Canada.
0: <laughs> oh, it's not. Well, it is also legal in Canada. <laughs> for the record, it's been legal in Canada for a long yeah, time. Yeah, but,
1: but still, he's like, you know, there's, it's, there's all these country things now. Um, You're
0: all the way down uh, in America. I'm a uh, Canadian now. I yeah. use pink and purple money. There's that
1: big wall in between our two countries. <laughs> that Donald Trump put Hoping up. Hope, don't check that. It's real. Jesus, <laughs> oh, oh,
0: no! Don't even bother driving up here. You'll never make it alive. You'll never
1: find it's a wilderness. It's- I don't know how they're having the Women's World Cup up here.
0: People are speaking French over here. <laughs> it's just a whole different place. You'll never belong.
1: Michael Sam, well, good for him. When does when does their season start? Is it? Oh uh, gosh, uh, Canadian.
0: I, it's it's sort of like um, the WNBA. It's always like off season. Yeah, and I, it's always it seems like it's always happening, and it's never happening at the same time.
1: Well, you got to think if he can't make it in the in the CFL, he's probably done, right?
0: Uh, at that point, yes, I have a feeling he's going to do pretty good there. Especially with it's a more wide open game. Uh, there's a really? better chance to make plays. You
1: think that? Because it's a more wide-open game, that means there's more space. That means you need to be faster in the CFL, and he's not faster.
0: I'm just thinking, like the technique, though, and the fact that he could make more big plays and have it be more of a splash. Since you only get three downs instead of four, well, that's and it's a bigger field, which means it's wide open. Which means if he can like get in on offensive linemen, there's more potential for sacks and whatnot.
1: You don't have to play. Yeah, you're true. It's it's very rare that somebody plays all four downs in Canada because there aren't four downs. Because
0: there's no four down players. (laughs) Something went wrong. Although I would believe if I was going to just hazard a guess, is the Canadian Football League probably starts pretty soon because they're not going to play in Canada. Uh, in the middle of winter time, Correct. If they could help it. So I would think that they play in the midsummer, early fall. And again, I could be totally wrong about that, but it would make sense to me if I was booking this show. Five to one. That's how I would do it. Thank you, Brent. Brent's, uh, Brent's happy that my Tigers are losing
1: right now. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just relaying information. That's all. I don't care.
0: Yes, because we're a relaying information type of podcast that's going to go up three days after I this game's over.
1: I don't worry about the third place team, Ray. So,
0: we won't be third place for much longer the way the twins are playing. You will not. That's correct. Gracious. In any case, uh, it's time to wrap up the show. We'd like to, of course, uh, uh, well, we'll do contact information first. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Give us reviews and whatnot. What the heck? You can hit the show up, Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. You can email us, raybrentpodcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. Or hit the show at Ray Brent Podcast or hit raybrentpodcast.com. Basically, if you type in the words Ray Brent and Podcast anywhere, you're probably gonna find us one way or another. Or another. Or another. So a lot of people we want to thank this week. First and foremost, we have got to thank friend of the show Riley Smith. Riley coming on in, doing the show, killing it this week. Oh yeah, talking some talking some basketball. Big sports fan. I mean, just talking about True Detective, keeping it real. I mean, obviously, there's only so much he's allowed to say, mm-hmm. but I feel like he told us everything but he could. He
1: told us everything that's going to happen off the air. Well, I don't want to
0: talk about that. No, he did not. He did not. <laughs> for those of you lawyers listening to the show, no, he did not. He did not.
1: And for those of you that are not lawyers and just want to know the truth. He did not. He also <laughs> did not, yes.
0: Thankfully, <laughs> that statement has the benefit of being actually true yeah. when we say it, uh, wanting you to believe it. So thank you so much, Riley, for being a part of the show this week. We also got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The Trainwrecks. Got to thank the Trainwrecks. We got to thank Jordan Monsell.
1: Sell me some art.
0: Monsell me some art. Go to jo- Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook or jordanmonsell.com. We have to thank our intrepid producer, David Knoll.
1: Named after the dinosaur <laughs> on the was, Flintstones. No, he Dino. was not Dino.
0: He, nobody, nobody calls him
1: Dino. <laughs> no, they called him that when he was in the Rat Pack.
0: He was never in the Rat
1: Pack. Well, they would have called him that if he was
0: born too late. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, anybody else you want to thank, Brent?
1: Uh, I want to thank the Kansas City Royals.
0: Why would you need to thank the Kansas City Royals? Just
1: for being who they are, Ray. They're amazing, amazing cells.
0: You just could not let episode 100 go by without a blatant Royals reference. Correct.
1: Oh, I want to thank Smokey Robinson. How about that? I'm going to go see Smokey Robinson at the Hollywood Bowl tomorrow night. If there's a smile on my face. I can't. I'm not even going to try to sing Smokey because no one can sing like Smokey. Well, you did just try. I did. It and was you horrible. proved why no one yeah, can sing Smokey. No one can sing like Smokey. He's got the best voice.
0: Him or uh, Barry Gibb from the uh, Bee Gees? Um, the Gibbs.
1: Well, Smokey's. Voice to me, it's, not, it's like sh- very sugary. You know what I mean? It's very smooth. Barry Gibbs gets gets higher. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. A little, yeah. Wow.
0: Somehow you can do that one.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> and I, I, the- I didn't do either one, right? Let's be honest.
0: Well, I'm trying to give you some credit. Yeah. Oh, well, episode 100, Brent. We made it.
1: Yay.
0: Good night, everybody. You're going to have to drag me out. Yeah!